July 9th. That is crazy. That is like 4th of July is behind us. It's we are like full. a fucking month. <laughs> this past week has felt like a goddamn month. And oh, my no. sabbatical's over. No, I'm no, it's no literally. You got three weeks, Laura. Yeah. Start checking shit off your, your list. My fucking list. Nine days in. I read three pages. <laughs> well, that's good. Know, what are you reading? Um, uh, it's really things we never got over. You. Things we never got over. Lucy Stone. Oh, just wait yes. till the sex scenes start getting Ooh. crazy. I can't wait. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I'm onto the sequel. It's it's good. It's not as good as the first. Real? I feel yeah. like it's never as good as the first. No, Mm-mm. I've but. I've lost a little bit of interest, but the first one is so good. Oh my god, I was <laughs> feeling really into it at one point. <laughs> I'm sure Jeff was loving yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so while I was away this week, you guys came up with the topic idea. Yeah, so we, we actually, we thought you weren't really going to be around this weekend, oh, yeah. so we're like, fuck, Laura, we got to make sure we can do this shit without Liz. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, what, what are our expertise here? And you've got all the knowledge and wisdom on relationships, and I'm a good moderator, so I was like, yeah. I'll read the questions, you can Form, do the answers. Former divorce attorney anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know what, maybe that's a good topic for us to handle, but then uh, to our surprise, perfect. Liz ended up making it, and yeah. we're all here, thank I God. I know. I'm curious at how it will be when we start. So one of the things we talked about, about doing the three of us, is that if there's ever a time, the most important thing is consistency, Sky. <laughs> just stretching. Um, it's consistency. So we were like, at least with the three of us, if there's ever a time that like two of us can meet, we'll still record, bank it. So if you guys do see like some episodes sometimes where one of us aren't included, we're not trying to kick the other one out. We just know that it's important to make sure we're getting together at least once a week to record yeah. something. And I thought this was a great topic. Like, I think it's really cool that your background is a divorce attorney and some of the shit that you've heard and oh seen during your time doing that was crazy. And then Lara's yeah. expertise with like, kind of modern dating and Mm -hmm. looking at things with like a really like open mind is kind of like your thing so yeah it's a good balance I Mm -hmm. see the dirty you see the good it's so true. <laughs> Pretty sure that's that. how my eyes still work. I always see the dirty and you see the good. And I always see the positive and things. Yep. Wait, that yep, is yep. so true. Yeah. So and plus, we, we always got a, a ton of questions, I feel like, about relationships and yeah. husbands and everything. Everybody's so curious. So I think a big one that we got was after episode four came out and mm-hmm. I was talking about meeting Joe on a dating app or whatever episode it was, maybe three. And then you talked about meeting Kev on Match.com. And there was so many people who responded to that after that episode came out being like, how do you have the conversation of deleting the app? Like once you've started dating that person. Mm -hmm. And I was, I said that question out loud to Joe and I'm like, what did we do? We just deleted it, right? He's like, I don't think I deleted it. And I was like, what? And I was like, no, I vividly remember us sitting down. Like I, well, I asked him to be my boyfriend. Like that's how that, like how everything worked in our relationship. I was always the first person to be like, I love you. Be my boyfriend. Um, But I, I'm pretty sure I was like, we got to delete the app. But, but he still gets like emails from it for some reason, I think, because his emails like associate. What? <laughs> he said that the other day. He goes, it's like, you haven't like, gone on a date in a while. Emails. Yeah. It's like, he's like, I still randomly like get emails from Hinge. And I was like, huh? I hear they, they sometimes use like old profiles. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's circulating out Hopefully there. Hopefully he, he never deleted it. No, he deleted it. It doesn't like feel, like give you things. It yeah. just, for some reason, he gets like, um, like promotional emails oh. from it or something. Oh, interesting. But I think 
for Joe and I, what we did was, um, if I can remember correctly, I'm pretty sure there was a point where we were like laying in bed. It might have been like two months after we were dating. And we were just like, I was like, do you still have the app? And he was like, I think it's on my phone, but we don't use it. And it was like vice versa. And then we both just like deleted the app. But we never talked about it until we were legit boyfriend, girlfriend. It was just like a mutual understanding that you guys. That we were done. Like we were exclusive and there was no need for the app. And but he also wasn't a serial dater on the app and I wasn't either. So it really wasn't like a big thing for us because I think I might have mentioned I this was the first date I had ever gone on from a dating app. And oh, it yes, was his also. Away. No, and it was also Joe's first date also. So mm-hmm. it really wasn't like a big thing. We weren't like serial um you know, hingers or what's the other app? <laughs> serial daters. Where there was the well, other you were kind app. of a serial dater, just not a serial hinger. Oh yeah, I was a, I was a very serial <laughs> dater for sure. I definitely, like Laura used to say, like you got to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince. Yeah. 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 Guilty. That was you. <laughs> Guilty. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. Like when I was thinking about it too, on when we deleted the apps, I don't even think we really had that conversation. I think it was kind of like a no-brainer. I'm like, you're mine. Like, I'm trapping your ass right now. Like, (laughs) don't you dare log on. (laughs) And I remember if you opened it up, you could actually see, like, last logged in or, like, something like that. And we both had the same thing. It was, like, after our first date. Yeah, it was like. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, I didn't know the last logged in. That would be a game changer. That would be like, okay, you logged in, we're done. Well, I guess that's one thing you have to look (laughs) out for. I mean, I've heard of stories where, like, my like I've had friends who were on the dating apps and they would come across like another friend's boyfriend oh yeah oh and they'd be like oh by the way like so-and-so's boyfriend I just came across his page on um you know Bumble or yeah Hinge or something like that and I'm like but I think also too the apps are more common nowadays for people and yeah. I think that's the tough part is that Online dating creates this wall where people don't want to be vulnerable half the time because they know that other person has a million other options out there. Yeah. So it's tough. I feel like, and I always say to my clients, like second dates are now how first dates used to be. First dates nowadays are just like, okay, do I like you? Are you cute? Like, can I be in the same room as you? And then second dates are now really how they used to be. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to have this conversation because they don't know how many people that other person is seeing or yeah. when that last date yeah. that other person went on. And that's so, tough. So would you tell somebody to, you know, are you more like go meet somebody in the wild or are you keep your app open or do you do both? Like, what would you do tell both. people? both. Yes. Put that energy out there online, in person, smile at that hot guy walking down the street, wave, like make eye <laughs> contact yeah. people stop doing that I know mm-hmm. everyone's just always walking around looking at yes. their phones like head down looking at their phones walking it's like so wild yes. like that is one of actually for my date coaching it's the one tip that I give a lot of my clients when we first start off I'm like open yourself up dust off those cobwebs and smile at anybody in the grocery store somebody walking down the street say hi because we've lost that human connection and yeah. it's like those little smiles, I feel like change people's minds yeah. and they, it makes them happy. And you're going to meet that guy eventually, whether it be online or in the grocery store. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, totally. And like, so, don't be so turned off by the apps just because of like what you said. It's so true. That yeah. is like the wall that's up because people don't know how many dates like this is, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're serial daters, like whatever it is. But like the same goes if you're meeting somebody in person, you don't really know their whole story. So yeah. like if a guy comes up to you and hits on you, you don't, you wonder to yourself, oh, is this guy just a player or like, mm-hmm. does he really like me? Yeah. Like, but if you see somebody and like you hit it off, even if there's just like a little bit of instant yes. chemistry, it's worth like 
take the risk. Yes. You have nothing to lose. Like, Mm -hmm. yes. Does it suck to like, you know, get excited about someone and then realize that it's not the right fit. That sucks. But like, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Just keep keeping like a positive mindset and like you will find your person. Yes. And be confident in your decision too. And also I, I tell the girls this and sometimes they hate it, but I'm like, if you went out and grabbed drinks and apps with a great guy, you love the conversation, it is okay to be the first person to text him. And actually, as a woman, if he picked up the tab, shoot him a thank you text. And I always say that men are that. awful listeners, right? You could say at the end of the day, oh my God, I had so much fun. I'd love to see you again. But in his mind, he's probably thinking like, oh my God, do I do I walk her to her door? Do I kiss her? Like, you know, should I hold her hand? He is not thinking about the words that you are saying right now because he's trying to figure out what to execute next, oh. right? Oh, shit. So at the end of the date, shoot him a text. Say, thank you so much. I had a great time. Would love to do it again. And put the ball in his court. Yeah. Because men, too, even though we always say we want a guy who's going to take charge, we want a guy who's going to be the planner, they don't do that unless they feel comfortable and safe. Oh, and so that's so true. And so you can create that safe spot for him or that space that safe environment. <laughs> Wait, I have like, a funny uh, story yes. about feeling yeah. safe. So <laughs> Joe's going to kill me for sharing this, but I think it's fucking hilarious. So Joe doesn't, okay. He would ask me to go out to dinner, right? We'd go out to dinner and he would only get drinks. I'm like, you're going to eat? He would not eat Why? around me. He didn't feel comfortable. Like, and then we'd go out to breakfast like in the morning and he wouldn't eat. But he is like, now you should see the way. I mean, it took like a month for him to like actually eat around me, but he wasn't comfortable. He was yeah. so nervous. He was yes. like nauseous. Yes. Like, like he kidding. was so, he like passes out. I, like, I, I think I might have even said that to you. Like I thought it was weird one day, like when we had first started going on our dates, like he asked me to go to Brico for dinner and I'm like fucking starving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking at the menu and he was like, oh, I had just ate. And I was like, huh? Didn't you just ask me to go to dinner? Oh and I never let him God. live that down. And like when so, we get breakfast in the morning, same thing, wouldn't eat. And I'm over here ordering like five pancakes. So you finally talked oh about God. it and you're yeah. like, please eat in front of me. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I, we didn't talk about it. It just naturally happened. And then I called him out on it after the yeah. fact and I never let it go. But but see, even the strongest, most confident male, sometimes they're a little bit nervous to yeah. open up, especially against a strong oh, yeah. female too. He's like, yeah. I don't want to get, I don't want to get denied. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get the X. Yeah. yeah. So and I, it, I was aggressive yes. from the get go. Well, so. Jeff, Jeff and I both ordered Caesar salads at Joe's American no. Bar Grill at our first lunch. Like no. anybody who knows me knows like, I love to eat. And so does Jeff. Like he would never oh order my that. God. And I was 19 and he was 27 yeah. and we went on a day date. Like I purposely. You took your sister's um, fake ID or yes, her older ID because you were trying to pretend like you were older than you were. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, so, this isn't going to last for long, Liz. He's eventually going to find out your age if this relationship is going yeah, somewhere. I know. It was, it was kind of, it was, that was risky. That um, was funny. But Wait, so where I, was your first I date? purposely was like, we need to go on a, a lunch date because yeah. if it's a night date and I have to like pull out my yeah, fake, fake ID, ID and like, what if he ever... <laughs> Oh, can I see oh your my ID? God, Anything. I'm, I'm like, that, that would be too scary. So we went to Joe's American Bar and Grill I got a Diet Coke, he got a beer, and we both got Caesar salads. So And funny. he ordered a shrimp cocktail, like, to start, and I had never eaten shrimp, and it was my first time eating a shrimp cocktail, yeah. And, and now, now I'm, like, obsessed. obsessed with shrimp. But, like, he was even nervous, and he was the one that's, like, calling the restaurant, like, you know, phone, <laughs> like, with funny. so much swag. <laughs> like, I thought he was the biggest player. And then afterwards, when he told me, he's like, I got so nervous when we were ordering, I just, like, ordered the same thing you got. <laughs> so like, funny. Yeah. 
Oh my God. But yeah. yeah. I so, get nervous that, too. Though. Wait, so what are some of like the major points of why people come to you like they need dating advice or they're trying to find somebody they haven't found somebody? Are there reasons why they're struggling to find a partner a that they come to you? A lot of it is the apps. You know, um, a lot. Of, so when I first started doing this 10 years ago, majority of my clients were like 56 year olds, successful people that worked in Boston, lived in the burbs, had kids. But over the past five years, it completely transitioned. Like my youngest client's 25 now. And wow. everybody, I feel like it's the hamster wheel of online dating now. Yeah. And they can only go on so many dates. And, <clears throat> and is it easier? Are people lazy? To not go out and meet somebody in public? But then they get discouraged, you know? Yeah. And then they're like, why am I putting so much effort into this? And then it's like, then they're like, it's easier just to not do it at all. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because my clients, I mean, they're well-educated. They're, they're, I mean, not all of them are attractive, but like, yeah. I've got a broad <laughs> range of ways. everything, <laughs> right? I'm not saying they're all super models, but like literally yeah. I, there's a lid for every pot. And it's just the online dating gets discouraging. And I think it also takes like a, a hit on people's mental health too. Cause they're like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I didn't get a second date and I'm like, well, did you send them a nice little thank you text message afterwards? Yeah. Like, well, no. And I'm didn't like, your well, mama teach you better. Yeah. It's so easy for them just to open that app up again and keep on swiping until yeah. I find somebody else. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's like, it's a, it's like a, another social media app where you just scroll, scroll, scroll. Yes. You're in bed, you just scroll, scroll, scroll. It looks nice. It's easy. Mm -hmm. It's like online shopping. It's like logging into Shein, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my yes. God. What was but, another question that we yeah. got? Um, so this one was, when is the right time to move in? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. So if you're talking to... Libby Pisano, I'm saying wait till your ass gets married and then you move in because that's the right thing to do. That's what I'm going <laughs> to tell my daughter. <laughs> you don't move in until you got a ring on your finger, honey, because you're going to, my dad always say, my dad always said, why milk the, why milk the cow? Why buy the milk? What is that? When you phrase? can get the cow for free, right? No, it's like why milk the cow when you why? Oh, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? Yes, yes. Why buy the cow? Yes, if you can get the milk for free. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. And oh, my yeah, dad was okay. always like, "You never play house. You don't play house with a man. Like you wait until he's ready to show you a commitment, and that's when it's it's okay to move in. Like once you get that commitment, and so it." But it's if you buy the cow, hey, if you buy the cow and you get to know that cow, yes. then you know what kind yes. of milk yeah. you're drinking. I want to know what kind I of know. milk I'm drinking. I, I want to yeah. know. Me too. Is this like organic this. milk? Is this <laughs> whole milk? Do I like this brand? Yes. So, Danny target, yeah. I wanted to taste the cow too, but I didn't because I knew I would get the X. I would get the X. Okay. Bank of Dad would be shut down. So I was like, oh I'm going to wait. But. Um, yeah, we all def definitely have different takes on that. So, I know. so that's mine, but you guys give yours. No, I love that. And I think it's so cool that you grew up like in such a traditional household because yeah. there's not a lot of that yeah. these days. And there is so much like that does hold a lot of weight yeah. and like how you kind of live your life and the way you parent and everything. Mm -hmm. So I love it. And I always respected it so much. Yeah. Um, I never but, even had a sleepover, like literally with a guy. Never. My, my dad used to make yeah. Kev sleep in the basement. Even yeah. like until he put, until uh, we like walked down the aisle, Kev had to sleep in the guest room. Well, oh actually we were like that. Even Joe's family is the exact same yeah. way. When we would spend the summers like going um, to Cape Cod before all of us got married, like Vincenzo and Tanya, different, like my sister-in-law, her husband now, like couldn't sleep in the same yeah. room. Like Tanya and I would be upstairs, yeah. the guys downstairs. Yeah. And we were like 29. <laughs> Tanya was like 33, like That's still hilarious. doing it. So we, I think we moving came from the same world. It's like you kind of just... 
have to know like in yeah. your gut if you feel like it's the right time to move in, you know? It's well, you like, had a hard time when you first moved in with Jeff because so Liz back history, Liz and I were roommates in college mm-hmm. and it was our last year of college and I was fucking devastated that you were moving out, yeah. but you just moved down the street in mm-hmm. the North End with Jeff. Yeah. And I remember you calling being like, we're going to break up. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. do this. No, like what totally. was going on with that? So you guys, moved I just in knew, yeah, then. I just knew like I, he was older and like, we had the talk pretty much after a couple months of like, okay, this is my real age. I'm not, you know, 21 turning 22. I'm actually 19. Um, <clears throat> he had moved to Denver. I was moving to Spain. So the reason why I tell this story is because Jeff and I really did at the very beginning have had every reason not to be together between our age difference, just kind of like which life path we were going on, like the moving and everything. And we kind of just stuck it out and we didn't have that talk of being boyfriend and girlfriend at the beginning. We just committed to each other in terms of giving each other every bit of time that we could, called each other all the time, texted each other, what are you doing? Where are you? Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't in a jealous way. It was just in a way of like, I want you to know everything. Like, I want to tell you everything. So we got into this place that it was like, even though we didn't have that talk because we both were like, we're not getting into this relationship. We both had that respect for each other. And then right before I was moving to Spain, we kind of just said like, okay, you know, when I come back, we're going to move in together. And my dad was just like, you know what? This is your last year of college. So like, I want this to be your place. I want this to be your apartment. Mm -hmm. So if he wants to move in with you, that's fine. But he's going to have to send, because my dad was still paying for yeah. um, my uh, my living situation because we went to Suffolk, so we stayed in an mm-hmm. apartment. And so Jeff, every month, had to make out a check to my dad. Like, <laughs> I remember talk that. About, yeah, talk so about pride. he bought that cow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweat equity. Yep. We like, were obsessed with it at the beginning, but a couple months into living together, I really was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I don't know if this is going to work. We went through a couple months. He would just... like not dry off when he got out of the shower and would like walk around the house and like drip like... water. And Liz was like, I'm going to. Yeah. So I, so I really think that like, if you're moving in, just be ready to kind of learn in an expedited way about your partner. Yes. Because yeah. you're obviously going to learn, you're going to learn so much about that person. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Cause in my eyes, move in together, figure it out sooner than later, especially if you're older in life. Like if you're excited about someone, there's an opportunity to move in where you're not going to break the bank. You're not committing financially to each other. Just do it because you'll figure it out sooner Mm -hmm. than later. And if it doesn't work out, move your shit and start dating again. It's not the end of the timeline. Yeah, totally. That works for everybody. So when did you and Kev move in together? Oh God. Like right away, pretty much. <laughs> I lived in a two bedroom in the North End and yeah. um, my sister lived there, but she was living with her boyfriend and it was just easy. Like he lived in Rhode Island when we first met. I didn't have a car, you know, and before he knew it, he was pretty much there like all the time. Everything happened so naturally though. Yeah. But I mean, that's not really exciting or fun. I'm like, yeah. one day he just showed up with his bags. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home, honey. That's so funny. I I think moving in together, it just requires a communication. So talk to the person. If you're starting to want to move in with the person, just express that to them because they might be feeling the same way and be scared about it. Yeah. Just have your expectations, communicate, 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 but also just like knows, know what makes you happy and don't lose sight of that. Yeah. If there's any type of like disrespect or anything like that, cut that shit off. Like ain't nobody got time for that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. All right. Another question we have is what is some advice you'd give couples who are just stuck in blah day-to-day routine? Oh, this one. I love this one because I feel like it's so easy to get into that, that totally. like uh, flat line of everything. Um, but it depends. Like, do you have kids or do you not? Like one of the things that Kevin and I love to do without kids is that we started checking out new lobster roll places every weekend Fun. and just go like set a new adventure, like try something new together. 
I picked up golf and I fucking love it. But like, I, oh, I, actually, I picked up skiing. Yes. Yeah. It's like you yeah. gotta find some commonalities. It's not. It's not like you have to do everything together, but find something exciting to do. And even whether it be starting a new show together or finding a recipe to make one night together, mm-hmm. like spice it up. It just takes one little change. Yeah. And if you have right? kids, what would you say? Oh gosh. Well, if you have kids, like we used to make date nights in the basement bar during COVID because it's like we didn't want to get a sitter because it was COVID yeah. like what else do you do we yeah. would just set it up like a cute little romantic restaurant yeah what do you guys nice. do I would I could never get Joe to do that he'd be like what the fuck are we doing yeah. but we oh no I, I was in this rut like for yeah. a couple months ago and I just started booking babysitters out in advance yeah. when the time comes you're wicked excited you get to go out on a date and then that really really turned it around for us and now we're like back on track but we were in that slump what yeah. about you I don't know. Honestly, we just like we go out and we talked about this in the last episode. Like Jeff and I don't really have like a rhyme or reason for how we keep it, you know, fiery right now. It's not like it's really not. Um, But we do when we're together and away from the kids, like we have so much fun and then it is. But like on the day to day, I would say for my piece of advice for that person, if you're feeling like your relationship is like blah, is know that that's normal. Number one, Mm -hmm. it's part of life. It's part of like, well, if you have kids at least. So normal. And if you can find it, then just know that you have to put in a little bit more effort. That's where I'm at right now. I know we have to put in like a little bit more effort because our lives are so busy and so chaotic. And if you put in the effort and it's not there, it might mean that it's like time to like, you know what I mean? Because I do believe that if there's no passion in a relationship, you're eventually going to hit a wall. So Mm -hmm. whether it's couples therapy, which I've never done before, but I know has helped a lot of people Mm -hmm. that I know, um, or it's just making sure that you're making the time for each other and communicating that you're not feeling the love or like the passion so that you can try to bring it back. But yeah, and most likely the other person is feeling it too. You know, if you're, if you had that connection before and you, you feel like you are in a rut, most likely they are feeling it too. Yeah. Like Libby, when you were dealing with divorce, like people going through a divorce, did a lot of the couples have like that strong relationship to begin with? Like what was the background? What was kind of like a common ground for your clients? So a lot of them that I dealt with were very high net worth families that kids had already moved out and gone to college and a lot of them stayed together for the kids sake. So a lot of them were, you know, in their forties, fifties, um, and their time was just done. Like they're like, the kids are out. There's no need for us to be together anymore. And that's when they would separate. It really wasn't people our age. It, it was a lot older. Mm-hmm. Um, some younger couples that I would see would get married because they would have kids um, before they, mm-hmm. they would have babies before they got married. So that would be a reason why people would get married and think yeah. that they had to build a family all together. What do you guys um, think about that? Like having a kid with the person, do you think you should marry them? Like, I know traditionally that's like what people their reason. Say, it shouldn't be your reason why, but if you guys are in a good relationship and you already see that for yourself before, you know, you have a baby, then sure, keep on with that path. I mean, to each their own. I really think it's like everybody's own story yeah. to tell and decide, but so many shouldn't people. do it just for that reason because yeah. you can easily co-parent with somebody. Yeah, if that's you, how if you I, I feel the same way. If you I, have I, the right communication skills. Totally. Mm-hmm. I just think like, I do think that not all relationships are going to last. Like if you hit a wall with the passion and that thing, it, it's yeah. it's not going to be what you deserve. People I believe that everyone. It, people who are going through a divorce have already checked out and they've been checked out for mm-hmm. either months or years mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, thinking about Kristen though, I'm like... 
divorce oh, yeah. back together. Would you mind that's if we like, told her story? Her- that's very yeah. unheard of, honestly. Know, right? It's like one in a million. I'm sure but good for her. To it. But yeah, I mean, my sister divorced and back with her ex, and it's like stronger and better than ever. And I love them together. But they I had to they that. had to separate and literally do you know, their own work on their own before they could actually yeah. come back and, and do it together. But I see so many people in their fifties and sixties, especially my clients that end up getting divorced that did say that they stuck it together for the kids. Yeah. And when we got another question actually from somebody else about a, a 40 year old divorcee who's got kids and dating again, I'm like, you go girl. Oh, yeah. Usually it's the men that jump back into it because I hate to say it. They like being in a relationship women we always say we need to focus on the kids we I need know. to focus on the kids before they focus on themselves the question was what advice do you have for a 40 year old divorced mom just starting a new relationship yeah you go girl have fun yes <laughs> yes so when I was working in a divorce firm um I learned this quote and I and it really stuck with me because all of the other um, attorneys in the office were much much older than me and I mm-hmm. was over here in like my late 20s early 30s And they would always say that to the clients, like divorce is about the future, not the past, right? So stop dwelling on what you had, what you wish you could have, or, you know, you like you're not living in this fantasy world anymore. Like this is what's going on now and you got to make the best of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, you're not going to turn a page back. You're going to go forward, move on to the next chapter. Like everything Mm -hmm. is good. You're at your rock bottom here. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can only go up from here. Um, And really just focus on yourself. And I think when parents are happy, it's better for your kids because your kids see mama happy and that makes them happy. Mm -hmm. Like it's really true. Like if you have happy parents, you're going to have happy kids, you know, and it's, if that's what you have to do to put yourself first and make yourself happy, your kids are going to love that. I really, I really think that. I I don't know how old your kids are, whoever asked this question, but, um, Mommy needs to be happy exactly. for everybody to be happy. Yep. So do what you got to do, girl. Get out there. Mm-hmm. You're still really young. Like, Absolutely. You, yeah. can, you can build a new life, start a new chapter. Yeah. And, and like, your kids are on the ride with you. Yeah, totally. And like kudos to the parents who are who did stick it out for their mm-hmm. kids, yeah. if that's the case, because mm-hmm. I know that's a very selfless thing to do. Yeah. But like my opinion, and it's just my opinion, is that you deserve Happiness. love and yeah. your relationship. Jeff said this actually the other day. Cause he was talking to somebody who was just like, Oh, they forgot. Like she's, you know, going through a really bad time right now. She's older, has kids who are um, like 10 and 12 and she's struggling. And she like looked at us and was like, Oh my God, like it's bringing me back when my kids are little and like your family looks so perfect and you guys have this great relationship. And Jeff was like, your partner and your like husband and when your husband and wife are partners, it should be your best friend mm-hmm. who you want to talk to every day but the only difference is that you should want to fuck. And he literally used those words. Yes. And I was oh like, <laughs> oh my God. And it is so true. And yeah. he meant yeah. it in a way is like, it's more than just a best friend. You need to have that yeah. like admiration for the other person. Yes. And like, you need to want that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it is. And as soon as she heard that, she was like, you just nailed it. That's exactly it. Like he's my best friend, but I don't want anything more than that with him. And like, Oh, you need that. Yeah. You know, so you need that. That's go kinda, Jeff, go. Yeah, I love I, that. I loved that too. That when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. All right. Here's another question. How to communicate healthy without arguing or bickering all the time? Mm, text. <laughs> For me. <laughs> Rage <like>, text. <laughs> literally, I have to leave and then send it over text. Yeah. <laughs> You even like text out your schedules with Jeff. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, my text. God. What about you? 
I, it's all in my eyes, I think. Like, mm. like we don't say it. Like, if we're fighting, I try not to say it in front of the kids. But, like, in my eyes, I'll fucking kill you with my oh eyeballs. My like, <laughs> I don't have any advice because I fucking yell. I scream. <laughs> Joe and I scream. But we oh talk loud anyway. So it's yeah. like, you guys don't see that side of Joe. And it's so well, annoying. we don't see the side of you either, talking loud. I know. <laughs> she saves her loud talking for, for no, home. No, it's so annoying. Like, it's so annoying that you guys don't see that side of Joe that I see. No, I tell can, us. I totally, tell us. No, I can totally see him having a spicy side like that. Yeah. It's just, he's... He's very dominant in our relationship. So, like, when I he can gets totally mad, I fucking scurry. I get scared. Mm-hmm. Or, I, or, or I bark back if I'm, like, really feeling it. But Joe gets mad because he, was, he always uses this. He goes, we're not in a fucking courtroom. Start arguing with me. Stop thinking you have to get the last word and everything. Like, oh you always God. have your lawyer pants on. All this stuff. And I'm like, I just can't let you get the last word. I so. wouldn't want to yeah. fight with you either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. She's not easy to fight with. No. We never okay. really fight, thank no. God. Oh, my oh my I don't gosh. really, I don't fight with people, just Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so when Jeff and I fight, I just say what I have to say. And then I go silent oh, and he gets pissed. Oh, see, that would piss me off. And then I flip it on him. So why are you yelling? Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Can so you just stop yelling? Like, yeah, but don't need to yell. But to be honest, learning how to shut my mouth and be silent, mm-hmm. it pisses him off more. Oh and it's kept me from, you know, lashing out or yeah. saying things that you don't mean, yeah. which is what I absolutely hate is when like, something comes out that you don't mean that could really hurt somebody. And like, that's what I would say, like, try not to say those things. Like if you've ever made the mistake, almost like save that tucked away in your brain Mm. and be like, I'm never going to say that again because you cannot take back some words. We've all learned, we've all learned the hard way, you know, like, and I'm guilty of it too. My low blows are just not good. So if you feel it coming on, like I say to JJ, hold it back, self-control, hold it back because you will regret it after. And like, those are little daggers to the heart, like over time. Yeah, I've learned my mistakes with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, we all have. Yeah, Joe will like. Does he still remember them to this day? He'll remember them, but he'll, he he puts on this face and this tone and I'm like, oh, fuck, I just said something really bad. Yeah. And then I realize and I feel so bad and then I just throw in the towel and I'm like fuck you in and I'll apologize after I always apologize if I'm if I'm wrong I, I will Same. admit to it yeah he probably won't good. agree with what I'm saying right now but yeah. I, I if I really do think I'm wrong I will say I'm sorry yeah <laughs> I, it's really hard for me <laughs> Kev to does not say he's sorry it's, it's, he it's really hard really it's really hard for me to apologize sometimes but like if I say a low blow oh yeah like, you know what I don't like is I'm sorry but it's like no no like, yeah. are you just sorry like, just say, yeah. I'm sorry. You don't need to do the butt. And I'm guilty of it too, but oh, there we go again. <laughs> just just leave that like, I'm sorry, you know, and move on. But the I'm sorry but and flipping it back just never works because it then just opens up another can of worms and yeah. it's just back and, and forth. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're sorry for whether or not you still believe, and this is my problem, like that my way is the right way, <laughs> um, whether or not you believe that your thing is right, you can still be sorry for hurting the other person's feelings or for making them feel mm-hmm. less yeah. than. So it doesn't matter. Your point is out of the picture once you're apologizing and trying to move on. Yeah. It's really just about like, I'm really sorry that I raised my voice. I'm really sorry that I said these things to you. You know, it's not about your opinion anymore. You yeah. have to put that aside. Yeah. 
And one last thing is just never go to bed mad at each other. Mm -hmm. Because my parents instilled that on my brother and I when we would fight growing up. And you always had to make up with each other before you get to bed. Nobody goes to bed Mm -hmm. mad at each other. So never let a fight go on. You really shouldn't let it go on more than an hour. Just settle it up. But especially settle before you go to bed and make up. Kiss and make up before you go to bed. Never go to sleep like carrying something on until the next day because it just carries on the tension and yeah. drags on. I have no one of those reason. nightmares. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's nothing worse to me than when I'm in a fight with somebody. Yeah. Like if I'm oh, in a fight with a worst. family member or a friend or a Jeff, yeah. I literally am like so uneasy that it I need to fix it you right away. I feel so bad. I'm like, and my mind starts going places like not to be morbid, but I'm like, life is short. And like, if I lost this person oh and it God. ended on this note, I would like never live with myself. And like, oh that's one thing. Like if you're listening right now and you're in a fight with someone and you love them, mm-hmm. shoot them a text. Let's just try to get that fixed I because know. it is not worth it. Like life goes on. And they're probably mm-hmm. waiting for that text or yeah. thinking about texting you. Yeah. You know, totally. once again, just be the first one. Yeah. Cause it's just like, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Life's too short. You have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. We can switch gears Next to question. a mama one. Um, so we were talking about how the guys run off and golf for 20 fucking hours. And this one goes, what if mama needs a girl's trip, but daddy doesn't think he can handle the baby while I'm, while I'm away and doesn't want me to go? Hmm. Um, yeah, Libby, what'd you say? <laughs> this is harsh advice, but just rip the Band-Aid, okay? Yeah. Like, even if you have to do small steps, so maybe go for the afternoon away from like, you know, go get your nails done, go do shopping and let your husband handle the kids and just build up that time so that he can get more confident being alone with the kids and you can go do your thing, test it out. Things go right or wrong. You learn from it. And then eventually you can work up to an overnight because if you never allow your husband the opportunity to learn to handle the kids alone he never will. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just do it now and don't look back in two years wishing that you had done it two years yeah. ago. And then the so resentment kicks in and then you just get big angry time resentment. And, and he should know too happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that's harsh, Libby. I think yeah. that's like good advice. It's basically yeah. just saying like start slow and, and like send yeah. him a big, send him a text message step by step of everything he needs to do because yeah. you telling him it's too much information for his brain to retain it. Text messages are like him face. refer back. <laughs> Yep. Always refer back to something. I still do. Joe Joe doesn't need my mm-hmm. my help, but I still feel better when I'm like, okay, the boys' clothes are on here. The this is there. This is there. Da 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 da. And I leave him directions and I text it to him so that he doesn't need to ask me for help. He just looks back at the text mm-hmm. message and it's all laid out for mm-hmm. you. So yeah, that's what I would say. Some I do I do that. I yeah. send the long text to Jeff, and sometimes I wonder if. The way I send it, I'm like, could I have, like, I hope he didn't take this as, like, me thinking he can't do it. Yeah, and then, I know. Then I it know. makes them feel less. So yeah. one tip and something that I'm, like, learning to do better is just be like, hey, say, like, send them that text and that, like, to do, like, how to handle mm-hmm. it. But send it in a way that's just like, hey, just in case you need, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I know you know all of this already. Yeah. But, like, you know, I know that there's a lot going on and these lists are helpful for me when I do it. Or and, like, just try to just, make it like, easier. the way yes. you yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. Because also, once again, I think men, that they just don't like feeling at anything. So if they yeah. have the tools, which we have to provide them, they can make it work. <laughs> I know. 
People, people were dying at one of our episodes that said like, you guys talk about doing the administrative stuff. And I'm like, it really is. Like yes. it's kind of, and that's okay. Cause that they put in the work and they do so much. That's but, how yeah. mom brains work though. And like, positive reinforcement when he does a great job and yeah. you get back from getting your nails done and the kids like, are alive and fed and, and dressed, be like, yeah. great job, babe. Yeah. Hell yeah. You want to BJ in the bathroom? Just kidding. We talked <laughs> about those like once a month, but like positive reinforcement for him because oh the God. more he gets excited about it, like he's going to feel like he can take on the world too. Yeah. And also if you have your mother or his mother around, like if there's a grandparent that can mm-hmm. be on standby or just something like anything that you can do to help your husband, mm-hmm. um, get comfortable, you know, do a couple hours here, a whole day there and then do an overnight, um, yeah, work it up to yeah. it. I yeah. think I think he's got I it. I love that. Daddy's got it. Yeah. And you deserve that overnight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You have to go yes. on the girls' trip, and it's just yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, totally. The mutual respect for each other, and just like like when Jeff goes away or if he yeah. has a golf trip, he's always trying to line things up. He'll call mm-hmm. Layla and my mom without even talking yep. to me and being like, "Hey, are you around Thursday and Friday?" And it's not because he doesn't think I can handle the kids, but we get it. It's a lot, mm-hmm. so yeah. we're just there to try to help. You know. Yep. Fill in some yeah. of the gaps, like have a backup plan in case you want to go do something. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think that's great advice. Um, I think that's all the questions we got for today. Yeah. There was a ton more, but you know what? I think we're going to like sprinkle these in. You know what I was talking about with you guys? I think we should do um, an advice segment called Am I a Bad Wife? I love that. And then, you know, if you're having a fight with your husband or if he's mad at you and you just want a different perspective yeah. <laughs> and think... Am I crazy or, you know, am I valid and da 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 da? Like, let us know. And we're happy yeah. to either vent with you, talk shit with you, whatever you want. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are all crazy. Yeah. And every crazy. feeling is validated, but we just want to hear yeah. it, you I know? know. We love it's it. like the pliables thing. Like, yeah. when I called yes. you and, like, you listen for a second, but then you're like, okay, Liz, like, yeah. you're fine. You know? We'll tell it's, you how it is. We'll, we'll yeah. talk shit, but we'll also, you know, really back in if you need to. Yeah. Um, but it can be about anything kids, marriages, dating, friends. Yeah. If you're a drama with your yeah. friends work mm-hmm. anything yeah. no we're none of we're us all are years. perfect we're all you know trying to get by and like living day by day and even though we said it, we say this all the time things might look easy on the outside mm-hmm. on instagram when you look at other families just know that it's not all like that and social media is one big highlight reel yep you only post the good you never post the bad yeah mm-hmm. exactly facts, facts, so. facts. All right. Or the cellulite on the belly. <laughs> Put a big text right yeah, over it. Yeah, I was like, it. I love that text, Libby. <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious. my belly was chuckling. <laughs> Mine was too. I was like, Jocko, come here, baby. And I like, was like rocking him in front of my, in front of my belly because I wore a two-piece yesterday for the first time. Oh, Libby, you look amazing. I did Rocco and I was like, here, picture with mommy. <laughs> right in the tummy. And then Laura's like, Wait, I need Rocco too. <laughs> I was like, Liam, come here. He's like, no. That's so funny. Oh, my God. But anyway. Yeah. All right. This is a wrap. Yeah. This is a great episode. Um, okay, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Please we have one, us that over 1,000 followers. I wonder how Woo! many. Like, we're, like, I wonder I how many we're going to have by the time they're listening. So to I know this. we have a lot of listens, right? But leave us a five star on whatever app you're listening to because it really helps us get up there in the charts and charts and get us more noticed throughout like those platforms of people who don't know about us sharing it. But we appreciate all the love so far. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Um, And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.